Hello. Hi. Good morning, Sunshine. Thank you. How's your morning being? Um, I've had better mornings. I'm like not in like the best mood today for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> we can talk about it afterwards, I guess. But I don't know. I just like woke up today not like feeling the best. And I don't like totally know why. Yeah, so I just want to like apologize in advance for not being like totally, I guess, like peppy today. Okay, not that I'm like normally ever peppy. That's like not an adjective <laughs> I would use to describe myself. But I mean, you know, you were here. I was like crying right before this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Like, I think <sighs> it's like ironic since we just did the episode about like being content in mm. life. And I just feel like right now, my life is not, it's like the opposite of content. Like, I don't feel content. I feel like things are kind of in shambles. That sounds very dramatic. It's actually not in shambles. I know I'm actually like, okay, but yeah, there's just some things that I'm not really happy with that's going on. And I feel like, I don't know why today, I feel like it just kind of all hit me this morning when I woke up and I was trying to get myself in a good mood so that we can record this pod together. And I'm so glad we are doing this. It wasn't like, oh, like I don't want to record today. I genuinely look forward mm. to recording our podcast and also like getting to talk to you. We have a really exciting topic today, so I'm excited to like dive into that. But yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like sometimes the mood is just so, I don't know, like strong that like I just can't overcome it. And also thank you for just saying, you know what, you don't have to like overcome it. Like it's fine. Just feel what you feel. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I really, I wouldn't say I know exactly how you feel, but I get that feeling sometimes you wake up and just feeling unhappy. And I feel that we give out so many advice and we share a lot of experience here and there. It may have some others fall that as if we have everything together, we talk about contentment, we're saying how it's like ocean wave, write it out. But because it's a wave, there's high, there's also low. And this is the authentic moment of that. It's just not happening. Yeah. Can't force happiness. Yeah. It's just, I still don't fully know why I'm feeling all this stuff right this moment. Like, why not yesterday? Why not tomorrow? And I feel like this morning I was really trying hard to get myself, I don't know, just like happy and out of like a rut feeling. Because I... Yeah. Not even because of this podcast recording that we're doing today, but also like in general, I just hate feeling low. Not to make it about horoscopes, but that is like a very Sagittarius thing. We don't like, <laughs> we like tend to run from bad feelings. So yeah, I like went outside for a walk. I went to a cafe, picked up like a little strawberry lemonade, just try mm. to like, you know, boost my mood. And it's just like nothing was working. And I was just like, oh, you know what? I guess today's just gonna be one of those like under the cloud days. But that's okay. I, I love what you're saying about the ocean wave. Ride it with all the feelings, the highs and the lows. Yeah. I just want to pause a second and just applaud to you. Because first of all, you validated your feeling. But second, you are not allowing yourself to downward spiral. You did the things. You do what you preach. You do the things needed to boost your spirit. And then third is that you still validate your feeling. Like, you know what? I still don't feel good, and that's okay. I love oh, this. Thank you. Oh, my God. This is, see, this is why she's my best friend. She's my hype woman. <laughs> um, no, thank you. I mean, 
literally minutes before this, you know, I was like having a breakdown. Because <laughs> um, I was so scared that like during recording today, I would just end up crying or like not being present in the conversation, which like, I don't want to like, let you down as like my podcast co host. Yeah, it feels good just to like air this out and just be upfront about how I'm feeling. So yeah, thanks. This has become another therapy session, <laughs> which I feel like is every episode at this point. I, I am super excited about our topic today. I think it is really interesting. And I do want to let you know, as my partner in this, that while I'm probably not going to be like 100% cheerful today, I am fully planning to be present and participate in the conversation so I'm ready for it yay let's go okay this episode I have so much (laughs) I want to say before recording I was literally asking myself to calm down because there's so much I want to say and I don't want to rush it Mm. because contacts make all the difference so I was like self-talking slow down make sure you put a content down so Danny know exactly what you're talking about and she can feel how you feel yes yeah so for everyone listening I do have a general idea of what we're going to talk about but I don't know the full details so I'm like, I, I feel like I'm almost like an audience member today. Like, I'm really excited to hear the full story and hear your opinions about it. Like, I, I, I do know the topic, but in terms of, like, the actual plot line and the details, that's all, like, hidden from me. So I almost feel like I'm getting, like, a surprise today as well. Okay, without further ado, I want to talk about the Korean drama series on Netflix that came out this summer called Nevertheless. Nevertheless, I I don't know that one. Is it really popular? Yeah, it's really, really big in South Korea right now. And it actually did really well internationally as well. Mm. Before I dive into this topic, I do want to talk about K-drama, this genre in general. I started watching a lot of K-drama personally in middle school. I was back in China and my mom would watch it with me. We would all cry together while... Actually, just me. My mom doesn't cry. Oh, my God. I get get super involved and just cry looking at my mom. Be like, why couldn't they be together? Wait, when you watch it in China, do they do the Chinese dub like over the... Yeah, yeah. So they're not actually like speaking Korean when you watch it? Yeah, it was in Chinese. There's voice actor too. Is that called dub? Yeah, it's basically like characters are the same but like their voices don't match right yeah 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 got it okay yeah there were so many I watched with my mom and then in high school I watched a lot as well but um because I think this is my personal opinion so in case some people want to throw some hey throw it gently (laughs) based on all the shows I watch a lot of them tend to have similar plot lines of a girl who is very innocent, come from a poor family background, needs mm. some type of saving, and the male character come along. It's basically perfect. He's rich. He has all the resources. He has a good job. Basically, he saves her. Okay. Along the line, there's usually some hurdles, of course, and they are all different. 
But at the end of the day, it's always the girls being saved. And not gonna lie, when I was little, I was living that dream. I was eating that up. <laughs> I was like, yes, someone rich come giving money. <laughs> I not not in that sense, but in the K drama world, it seems so perfect, as if money wasn't an issue.、Mm. They could do so many things. Women in the characters are not usually the independent, successful. Even when they are in the show plotline, they generally still need the male characters' help. Oh,、uh, okay, that's interesting because I don't actually really watch K drama. I know it's gotten really, really popular in past years. When I was growing up, my aunt used to always rent Chinese dramas. What's it called? The VCR tapes. Oh my god, I'm aging myself.、Oh. <laughs> But. A lot of them would be like Cantonese shows or Chinese shows in Mandarin that she would rent out, and I would always watch it with her. And I actually felt like what you were saying also reflects what I remember about a lot of these Chinese shows back in the day. Yeah, it is the thing of the woman is kind of like the damsel in distress or like needing help in some way, and there's always like a male protagonist that like comes and saves her, and there's like you know like a love story kind of thing. So when you were saying that it does, that's literally what I was picturing. Just because I didn't watch K drama, so I'm almost like curious if this is like a East Asian culture. Potentially,、thing. yeah. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I haven't like actually watched any recent Chinese dramas because, like, as a kid, I used to only watch it because my aunt would rent it from like the video stores.、Um, so maybe like. The times have changed, and that's no longer true. But I'm even thinking of, so this isn't a K drama. It's like not Korean actually at all.、Uh, did you watch Tara's House on Netflix? Yes, I did. It's kind of like a, I don't know, a reality show. Is that yeah? It's、right? a reality TV show. Yeah, and it's out of Japan, and I actually did find it very entertaining. I can see why like a lot of people enjoy watching it, especially like now that it's on Netflix. And people all over the world have access to it, but okay. Disclaimer: I only watched like half a season. I didn't finish. <laughs> Which watch- season did you watch? I watched it like two years ago, and I think it was whatever was the latest. Then、mm. it was the one girl that was like a model, and then the other girl was like into parkour, which I learned what that was. <laughs> I don't know if you watched that. What, what was that? I don't know. I don't think so. She was like the, she was like a yoga instructor, and she was trying to get、ah. into like parkour. My point is, even on that show, I felt like they were kind of depicting the females in like a very meek, yeah, or like a, comes to my mind, innocent, like fragile kind of way. Yes, and I remember one of the female characters like really like traditionally male things, which. I don't know why hobbies are like assigned to male or female gender roles, but she was like into cars and like golfing,、mm. and I remember getting really like grossed out because it's almost like because she had those interests, the guys were like, "Oh, she's like a cool girl. She's like,、mm, she's like I mean? a buddy, yeah, not it's like a-, a romantic person." No, no, no. I think they liked her still, but it was、okay. kind of the thing of viewing her through the male gaze. Oh, she's a cool girl because she likes the things that we like. She's different than other girls because she likes these things, and it's like,、mm. can girls not like fast cars? Can we not like sports? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I made the comment about like, I wonder if this is like an East Asian way of portraying 
woman. Although, to be honest, even in America, I don't think we're doing that much better on that front. I feel like more recently, yes, mm. but I do feel like, you know, that's like a common theme, I feel like, in a lot of TV shows. Yeah, for sure. But that's the reason why, as I grew older... <laughs> I stopped watch a lot of K-dramas unless my friends highly, highly, highly recommended me. For example, nevertheless. So I went to watch it. And so happy I watched it. I, oh my goodness. So if anyone has watched K-drama, they will know what I mean. That usually there's no kissing. Even if it's kissing, it's like gently not much making out. Definitely not showing they're having sex wait what yeah 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 that's so even innocent. in chinese show yeah they want to well for china i think there's probably laws like regulation in how that's been done in recent years i haven't been up to date with what's happening in my country <laughs> wait now that you're saying that i don't recall any sex scenes in like mm-hmm. the chinese dramas mm-hmm. i've watched in the past like you don't even see them in like a bra mm, very rare very rare <laughs> That's too, that's too much skin. <laughs> so it's still like that, like today? Or with the K-dramas at least? I haven't watching? watched that much. K-drama generally, yes. But this show, mm. so on episode one, kissing right away. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Did I watch it in the wrong order? Because it has happened to me before that I accidentally watched the last episode instead of first. So I immediately went to check. It was the first episode. And there was a lot of sex things, a lot of intimate moments. I just got so excited over that. Okay, that sounds like I just want to watch sex, but no. (laughs) I just think it's more realistic. Yeah, yeah. So not to spoil too much, but I want to give you the plot line. There's two main characters, the female girls, female girls. (laughs) The, The female lead's name is Nabi. I could be pronouncing it wrong, but it means butterfly in Korean. And the guy is named Jeong. Nabi was in a very toxic relationship where her boyfriend was very controlling. To the point he get pissed at her for changing nail color. Oh, wow. It's not even exaggerating. I'm not seeing all Asian men like that. Absolutely not. But I do know there are East Asian men are like that. There's a scene where her ex-boyfriend was saying, why did you change that nail color? Did you consult me? Why don't you ask me? And Nabi mm-hmm. was very innocently saying, oh, but all my friends liked it. That thing really irks me. That's so interesting you said, you know, East Asian men like that. Because I feel like, I, I want to say, like, I know men like that. True, true. Okay, sorry, Yeah, but continue. not all men like that. Yeah, no, no. We no. Don't, <laughs> we're, we're not trying to generalize everyone. But right. we just know. And that thing irks me so much. And then she later find out he's also cheating on her. So the same day she broke out with her ex-boyfriend, she met our male lead. Jeong is a guy who doesn't want relationship. He doesn't yeah. believe in relationship. I he, know so many of those. <laughs> right? And he literally said the line to Nabi. What's wrong with that? I just want to spend time with you and be close with you and don't want a title. Basically, they slowly enter through this friends with benefits zone. Very dark secret as well because all Nabi's friends didn't know. And they will be both at a school in a dinner table or like lunch table. 
pretending they don't know each other and then when they are alone together they act like boyfriend girlfriends is this show about my life um, <laughs> i'm just kidding not right now but i have totally been in like a situation like that before i can see what you're saying why this show just sounds very modern in comparison mm. to how you were describing the shows when you were watching growing up in china i feel like this is very like current even the right even the attitude of like let's just not put a label on it but pretty yeah. much do everything that a boyfriend girlfriend or a couple would do just without the mm. title i feel like that is literally literally <laughs> like the current dating landscape nowadays 100% i think it's really relatable it's very toxic so it might be triggering for some people to watch but i think it's good to stimulate some conversation mm mm-hmm. because it is relevant this is a lot of young adults including us like 20 people <laughs> have been through yeah the situation ship reminds me of moments i have been and the situation ship i have personally been in bit different from the storyline where they're secretive about it my situation ship was out in the open but no one can ask about it basically i was seeing this person for a couple months and we still haven't put a label on it and i felt stressed to the point i cannot ask and the most awkward moment for me was when his friends was introducing me to other people when he was not present because they would introduce me as oh this is say my boyfriend's Danny <laughs> this is Danny's uh Danny's um uh they be like seeing each other i was like mm. oh my goodness just kill me this moment so wait, you wanted the label i did but i was so scared to ask for it because i thought if i ask for it then what i have now will also be gone so wait was it like a friends with benefits situation in the moment i didn't think was friends benefit because i thought it would definitely become solidifying to a relationship so i wasn't going in thinking this is a friends with benefits did he say that's what he wanted from the beginning that's the thing no one ever said anything oh we just start hooking up and hang out together doing things like the show was showing that boyfriend girlfriend does we go on dates we sleep over we chat about life i thought that i should ask where are we going but i was scared because i thought if i ask where we're we going then it would lead to a answer oh i'm not looking for anything more than this Mm, oh my god, I know mm. that feeling where it's like is it better to just keep going now even though it's not ideal or do I put it out there and then risk losing it? Yeah. Yeah. What's your situation ship like? Well, I'm not in one right now if that's what you're suggesting. <laughs> Sorry. I said yes. <laughs> yes. I mean past tense, past tense. Um, I mean, I've been in situation ships so basically like not a formal title. sometimes against my will other times of my own choosing mm. um i would say like the ones of my own choosing it's mostly because i just knew in that time of my life i just didn't want to have the full responsibilities of being someone's partner i just mm. wanted like the fun stuff and be able to kind of skirt the other <laughs> responsibilities that sounds very like uh obligatory. It's not like that, but you know, there's certain expectations you have with a partner that you don't have with your friends and family. And I feel like 
when I've chosen to be in a friends with benefits arrangement, it was usually because I personally just didn't want to take on those extra roles that people expect boyfriend girlfriends to do. But I've definitely been in other situations where it was not my choice. And mm. similar to you, it was kind of like, okay, do I just hope for the best that this eventually leads to something that I would want, which is a label and being like fully committed to each other? Or do I just say, what's going on? Are we ever going to get to this place? And if not, be ready to cut it. I think also it kind of depends on the person because some there was like for the person I'm thinking of where I was in this friends with benefits situation. I did like this person a lot. I could see a future with him. And mm. I think because of that, it made me want to get out of our arrangement sooner than later. Cause then you also wonder like why, right? Like, mm. are they not putting a label yeah. because they're embarrassed to be seen with me? Do they not view me as a, like a long-term partner? Am I missing something? It just becomes like a kind of like a cycle self doubt. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh. In hindsight, I should have stated up front, this is what I want. Is this what you want? But I think at that time, because I was like 21, not that like age is an excuse, but at that time I didn't have the emotional maturity or the vocabulary or the communication skills to express that. Like it never even occurred to me to have that conversation. Mm. Like, in hindsight, it's like, why didn't you just ever ask, like, what are we? And just check if he's thinking the same yeah. thing I'm thinking. It just never occurred to me to even ask that question. I just, like, assumed a bunch of stuff. But now having had that experience, I'm very sensitive to these type of friends with benefits. I do feel like if I go into it, I need to fully set boundaries of, like, okay, I know what this person is to me. These are the things I'm going to do with this person. These are the things I'm not going to do mm. because – one, I don't want to be put in the situation again where I myself am hurt and, you know, wanting more than what the other person can give me. But also having been in that place, I don't want to do that to the other person as well. Like making them feel like yeah. they can't if there isn't one at all. Yeah. Or holding on to some kind of hope and like having all this inner self-doubt. So I just feel like it's a very tricky situation, like in general. It's hard to know for sure how you'll feel five months from now doing this arrangement or how the other person will feel and if they're even telling you exactly what they feel. Um, so in general, I do try to like avoid this, but I don't know. At the same time, it's so common now. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. I know, like all my friends have had one of these situations in their life at some point. We all been in the situation where we couldn't put ourselves out of that falling in love with someone, even though it hurts so hard to pull ourselves out because we're scared to leave because we thought that what we have right now is the best we could have which is not mm -hmm. true but it's hard yeah and it's, yeah. that's such a good point because I feel like every time I'm in these like friends with benefits arrangements I'm always thinking oh this is just temporary I'll just do this now in the meantime I'll try to meet other people but like realistically if you're spending a lot of time with someone in that way it's hard to like meet other people at the same time and I also don't think situationships are necessarily bad I think like some of my friends really thrive in these friends with benefits arrangements like they just don't mm. have the time for again the other things that come with relationships and they're people well I actually always say they're like emotional ninjas where they can kind of have very very clear lines of separation of like 
what I'll do with this person and what I won't do. Whereas I feel like for me, it's harder to like set those very defined boundaries and stick to it. But yeah, I have friends who I think really benefit from these arrangements and seem to be Mm. doing fine. But yeah, I think for me, it's just hard not to like eventually develop some kind of feeling or just worry about the other person. So it just like never lasts that long if it's something that I like choose to sign up for. For sure. We can definitely deep dive one day how friends of benefit work because I think this really involves around the topic sex. Another thing I like about the show is that I think society often thinks women in a heterosexual relationship is the one that won relationship, won the label. Mm. But it's not always true. And in the show, there's a side character storyline. It's where the guy was falling for the girl, asking for this girl for relationship, for title. And she was very indifferent. And she was very reluctant, asking the question that why couldn't we just have what we have? Why do you care if I talk to someone else? Oh, my God. I love that. Just showing right? like, both sides. Because yeah. that's so true. Because even as I was giving the example of, like, my friend who really thrives, like, I was thinking of a female friend. She travels a lot for work. She's really busy all the time. And she's just kind of like, right now, this isn't my priority. But, you know, I still want to have, like, a thriving sex life. So why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just love that they're showing both sides because I do feel like normally it is typically depicted as the woman that's like oh they're gonna catch feelings like we're the ones that's going to like get clingy and can't Mm. handle this friends with benefits arrangement which is so like first of all it's not true second of all it's kind of like rude to suggest that it's demeaning yeah right like it's saying you we as women couldn't respect emotional boundary physical boundary or mm-hmm. have the emotional maturity to handle a situation only a man can do fuck that yes fuck that because i think it was really good to contrasting with the man characters where the women say she's okay with arrangement but secretly wants more because she gets jealous yeah where the man doesn't want it and then so the side story i think contrast that also i also want to yeah. say like like, I'm just going to use myself as an example. You can be both of those at the same, like, not maybe at the same time, but, like, you can be both of those people. In some parts of my life with certain partners, I've been the one that's, like, I don't want anything more than just this. If you're cool with this, let's just keep doing this. Yeah. In other situations, I wasn't the one that wanted the situationship. It just kind of was, like, this is my only option or to leave. So mm. it's also totally possible for one person at different stages of their life with different partners to be both of these things. It's not like a binary. For sure. For sure. I totally agree with that. And I really also want to talk about the ending of the show. So spoiler alert, if anyone got hooked about the show, <laughs> pause now and come back. Enjoy yeah. the conversation. At the end of the story, Jae-on, the men, the male Lee, and the female lead, they had a big argument and they kind of broke off their situationship and the guy started changing. And then at the end, even though the female lead, it was really hurt. She was saying, even though I know you might hurt me, nevertheless, I'm going to try. Let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. And they become boyfriend, girlfriend. Even though as the person who generally rooting for the main character to be together, I don't love the ending. Because they never had a time to actually be a part to grow from their experience. 
Mm. Because again, Nabi broke up with her ex boyfriend, and the same day she met Jeon, and then they go on the situation ship, and very proud of her to get out of it. But there was not enough time for her to actually grow and knowing what she need. And I don't love that a happy ending is limited to a love relationship as the ending. You see what I mean? I do. I almost I do. feel like. A happy ending will be she's single. That can also be fulfilling. Yeah, exactly. Because I think she doesn't need to be with the main character or the sa- uh, or the second Melly who is chasing really really hard after her. Because relationship, it's not a guarantee of happy ending. Sometimes it grows being single and to embrace all the things you learn and processing everything. It's a happy ending. It's journey. It's growth. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, again, I haven't watched the show, but <laughs> in just hearing you explain it, I feel like almost everything you were describing earlier was so realistic. Obviously, I haven't like watched it, so I don't know like how it's being portrayed, but like these are all very real and I think common experiences that all of us have gone through. But I do agree. I feel like the ending is almost like the directors or whoever's writing the show being like oh we need to like tie this in a bow Mm. and like wrap it up in a nice clean way and traditionally that's always been the happy ever after ending you know the boy and the girl like the two people falling in love and riding off into the sunset together and I do agree with you I feel like that's not what's the right word it's not like a very modern ending because mm. I feel like nowadays, going back to like our quarter life crisis episode, like who says that you need to be partnered up with someone, that you need to be mm. in a relationship or marriage or whatever it is to feel like, oh, this is a good life. Like, check. Like, I did yeah, it. Like, everything's yeah. good now. Like, good can also be she learned from this whole experience, like, walks away and, you know, maybe after some time passed, they come back together after doing their own, like, self-work. But I do agree with you. It does feel like it's, like, rushed almost, like... 100%. Yeah. Like, what you're saying, I would prefer they be apart for a couple years and really show... Not just in the... Like, one minute, five (laughs) years later. No, 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 no. I want to actually see people become healthy because, as I said earlier, all these characters are toxic themselves and they're in toxic relationship. And I felt like the ending contradicts that. It also reminds me of this movie called He's Not That Into You. Oh, yeah. I watched that one. Right? Because the whole movie is saying that if a guy doesn't like you, he doesn't like you, stop making up excuses, making up signs that he's actually like you, which I agree. If he doesn't like you, it's fine. Move on. And the ending gives you that this guy who claimed to be not attached, not going to be in a relationship, fall in love with the female Lee. And the female Lee was saying, oh, I'm the exception. I'm like, this movie could have been so much more. But now you still are selling the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like falling into the same trope that we've mm. seen again and again. Yeah, oh my God. I haven't like watched that movie in a long time. But that is so true. Like that is how the movie ended and it once again plays into this idea of 
the woman's always the one that gets attached. She's always yeah. the one that is like waiting and chasing and wanting more. And the guy's always like the aloof one who's like yeah. emotionalist, which yeah. also like that also hurts like males to think like for sure oh they don't feel like the things that we do mm. they can you know they can separate feelings from logic and like women can't like all of this I just feel like it's so problematic yeah that's like a really interesting parallel between that movie which I've seen and this k-drama which I haven't seen but right yeah right I do like it because I like a happy ending but again, why is that a happy ending? And in the movie, he's not into you. What I find it problematic is that the ending is still femalely saying, oh, I'm the exception. That's yeah, selling but- every single, uh, what is that, like Disney movie storyline that, oh, you are special. You are the one can fix this guy. You yes. can fix this girl. You can change a toxic person. No. A person can change from toxic to healthy by their own work, not by their, not by their significant other. Yeah, help yes. them, support them, but we shouldn't be fixing each other. Yeah, I think that's what I have trouble with. You're you're totally right about you know all the characters in the show are toxic in their own ways, and that's just not something that you come out of mm. because of someone else. Or mm. right away. Like, that's something that takes time. Takes therapy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not just like, oh, because I'm with this person, that person makes me not toxic. That's just not how it works. Because, for example, I'm going to be feeling very vulnerable for a sec. I think I've mentioned this in a long, long time ago episode where I went through a three-day, one-month, very short-lived relationship where I felt very triggered, very sad, very hurt. And there are times, I'll be honest, I wish we actually become, air quote, happy ending together. But then I will immediately remind myself, he's toxic, and I wasn't also in a good place. Combining us together, one plus one doesn't equal two. (laughs) We have to both be 100% ourselves. It's like what you always say, which is like, hurt people hurt people. Mm. Like, if you're just two people who are hurt and you're going to come together, it just, it's going to make more hurt. It's not like, oh, they cancel out. Now we're good. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. And and I I do feel like nowadays, uh, it's almost like, I don't want to say like that sucks, but I almost feel like it's such a missed opportunity to showcase something different. Wouldn't it be so cool if she was just like, you know what? this just isn't working for me and this is like the final straw let's just like both walk away and work on ourselves Mm. and in that time she gets to experience other relationships learn what she actually wants in a partner chases her career builds herself up so that she's not ever like relying on a partner Mm. because it also sounds like from the beginning of the show to the end of the show she was always like in some kind of relationship like yes or like by herself precisely precisely to yeah. quote my fam- favorite comedian, Danielle Slas, our generation doesn't know how to love ourselves, so we hire someone to do it. Just like, ah. Oh. Wait, who are we hiring? Precisely. We hire someone to do it. Meaning being in a relationship. Because we don't know how to love ourselves. Oh. We, we must be in a relationship so someone else can love us. Can okay. feel that void. <laughs> I misinterpreted because I was like, wait, my therapist? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> Does I don't your like... therapist love you? No, because, you know, when you say hire, I immediately think, like, you're paying them. So I was like, uh, oh, who is this? Yeah. But no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I really, really like this show. And even though I spoil this for you, I still hope you go watch it. Because I think there's still so much in the show we can discuss about. But I don't want to make this all about reviewing the show. Wait, so is the show, like, done? And how many series, I mean, how many seasons is it? There's only one season. Oh, okay. I think, okay, I binge shows. So I never know how many episodes there is. But I binge it in one night. But is there going to be, like, more seasons? Or no, like, no, it's, it's done. just done? Okay, okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow, they really wrapped it up quick then. Yeah, yeah. I'm currently still watching Love Island. <laughs> really? really yeah um, do you fancy me oh my god can i just say i love the british slang like sometimes when the character okay not characters because they're not acting the sometimes yeah. when the participants talk i'll just like mimic them because i just feel like mm. the way their accents are are just so entertaining and it's cool because they're from different parts of the uk and you can really yeah. hear the difference yeah like, if it's like northern or southern this one guy, Brad, who I don't like on the show. I don't... Do you like him? No one likes him. Okay, no one likes him. I mean, he's so attractive, but just... With his mouth shut. Yes. <laughs> you just tell he's one of those people that has relied on his looks his whole life. Yeah. And, like, never learned how to actually hold a conversation. <laughs> guy. But do you remember that episode where he was trying to... Uh, so one of the other girls' name on the show is Faye, like F-A-E. Love and the her. Way he, me too. I like her a lot. And he always calls her name by going, fit, fit, fit. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, what are you saying? Oh my god. I'm I like- fuming. That's not my name. I'm fuming. Yeah. And then the one I love the most is Lush. She's so Lush. Oh. I still don't fully know what that means. I, I mean, it's definitely like a positive. Yeah, yeah, it is. Adjective, but. Danny, you're really Lush. What does that mean? Like, I'm pretty? You're very desirable. Oh, okay. Hatting. You are hatting. Do you, do you say these things, by the way? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my point being, I'm still watching that show because there's, like, a million episodes. But I'm highly enjoying it. But I think after this one is finished mm. and I run out of shows to watch, I will add, nevertheless, to my to my queue. <laughs> <laughs> Am I British yet? Literally so British. <laughs> <laughs>